0: One, two, three, let's go. You're listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Okay, hi Alyssa. Welcome to WJMS Media. I'm so excited to talk to you today about all things music and performance. Yeah. Give me your background. Where are you from? So I'm from Annapolis, Maryland. I grew up there my entire life, and
1: I, ever since the age of like two years old, I was singing before I could talk.
0: Oh. And
1: when I was eight years old, I begged and begged my parents for voice lessons. And so they don't do music. No one in my family does music. So they were kind of like why and what like are you sure this is like yeah they were very confused and so finally when i was eight years old my mom uh got me voice lessons at best buy and so we went to best buy because she's like there's there's guitars there like there's pianos there has to be someone that does voice yeah and so we went there and I got voice lessons from this guy named Carlton. And so I would like sing the ABCs with him and he'd be like, sing it, baby, sing it. And it would just be like, it was so fun. So cute. But then I ended up getting a real voice coach from the age of eight to 16. So I did, I was classically trained. I did sports my whole life, lacrosse, basketball, soccer, growing up all throughout school. And I just always loved music, loved it. I did my school plays, sang the national anthem wherever I could. And just like was obsessed with it. And so in high school, ended up auditioning for The Voice when I was 14. Oh, wow. My aunt signed me up. And so she was like, Alyssa, you got to do this. And I was like, okay, sure. And then my mom was <laughs> like, like, like she, <laughs> she's
0: like, are you sure this is what you want to do? I'm like, yeah, like, let's do it. Let's go for it. Yeah. And, and so, you were fifteen or 14, you said? 14.
1: Yeah, 14. I was 14. Wow. And we, went, we flew to Houston. My mom, my grandma and I, and we did like the cattle call auditions in the baseball stadium there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was a long day and I ended up making it through. And so that was like, what wow. the heck? oh my gosh. So then we had to stay in Houston, got like flights changed and everything. And then um, did a call back and then flew home. And they're like, we'll let you know, like if you're going to LA, like, we'll give you a call. Mm-hmm. And so this was like middle of my lacrosse season that all this kind of was going down. So like, I miss yeah. lacrosse. Tryouts. I was like, I don't care. Like, it's fine. I'll go try out when I get home. Like, all that stuff. And so, and I just
0: want to sing. I just was like, I
1: don't care. It's fine. I'm like, this is cool. This is cool. And so, I came home and then waited for like a few months to get a call back. And then ended up getting a call back. And they're like, you're coming to L.A. Went to LA and then had more auditions there. Did not make it on TV, but I came home and I was like, this is all I want to do. Like, I was obsessed. I was like, the adrenaline rush, like everything about it. I was like, this is all I want to do. And so I went up to my room when we got home, pulled out my computer, researched Nashville. Cause I was, cause they kind of make you choose like a lane when you go through these TV shows. And so I was like, country music is like what I love. I love it. I love the storytelling behind it. I was a huge Taylor Swift fan, still am. But like, yeah. she like my childhood, and I was like, she started off country, like all this stuff. I was like.
0: I- And so I ended
1: up messaging record labels in Nashville and I really didn't know much about Nashville, but I was kind of like, this is the place I think I want to be. And so uh, you've been to Nashville before, before I've never been, I've heard about it and I'm like, this town is a good place. And so I ended up messaging three record labels in Nashville, really small, independent, nothing crazy. Mm and sent them like, hi, my name's Alyssa, I'm 14, like, I sing, da 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 like, just a little bio about myself. The
0: ABCs that Carlton taught me. Yeah, Carlton (laughs) taught
1: me the ABCs, very (laughs) amazingly, like, it's so funny. And so then I sent, like, a video probably from, like, a talent show or something, and Mm -hmm. ended up hearing back from two out of the three that I reached out to. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so one of them was like, do you write your own music? And I was like, no, not yet. They're like, okay, well, let us know when you do, because I had only ever sang, like, I just sang. (laughs) I did covers, I did talent shows, that was the thing. And so did not play an instrument, did not write. And so another one, the, the one that I ended up signing to when I was 15 was LeMond Records. And so it was like a really, really small independent label here in Nashville, like a family owned kind of things for like 60 years and just like really good people. And so they helped me put together my first EP, which I ended up releasing when I was fifteen. So we were, my family and I were traveling back and forth to Nashville. And so my parents finally found out what I had done. Cause I was like, i got responses back. And they're like, <laughs> what did you do? And I'm like, it's fine. I'm not running this by you <laughs> first. And they're like, what did you do? And so they ended up having like a phone meeting with Dave Moody, um, was the head of Mon at the time. And we loved him. You he still was,
0: signed with him? No, not
1: anymore. So I, it was just for that one little EP. It was like a very short kind of thing, but We ended up traveling back and forth to Nashville and my family, we all just kind of fell in love with it. Like the people here are just so sweet, so amazing, like the energy, just the music, like it's just such a good place. And so we just loved it. And we were traveling back and forth, summer going into my junior year of high school. And at the end of the summer, my mom and I were kind of just like, we need to move here this place is amazing. Like, this is what I want to do. I know for the rest of my life, I, we just have to be here. And so it just ended up kind of working out and all these little things kind of fell into place with my dad's job and just, just life like kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. And we ended up moving to Nashville, March, 2020. And so we moved here 12th and everything shut down the 13th. So we were in like a hotel, our house and we're like, what happened? Like, what did we
0: do? But it was, it was, crazy time just for everybody but so you didn't finish out your high school no, in no. oh so I
1: ended up moving my the end of my junior year and so what was crazy was it was like that time where people were kind of like out of school for like two weeks because of like the virus and everyone was kind of like what's going on but we're like yeah like no school and so really <laughs> and
0: I'm like this is perfect like I'm not
1: missing anything like and so we moved and then it was like you're fine like you don't need to finish school here you'll you'll make it the senior year so I didn't have to finish my junior year so I basically had like summer in March but it was so weird and did my senior year here but did nothing really with music I ended up taking a guitar class because you couldn't go out and really you couldn't go out and sing anywhere everything was weird. Right. and so I took a guitar class but I didn't really learn too too much. Like I just learned basic guitar chords mm-hmm. and everything, and just kind of played guitar before then, or that was like your first it time. It was there. like the first dose of like singing and playing, and I was like, "This is so overwhelming!" Like I was like, "What the heck? Like, like how- do I, was- you? I like, How do I use this and do this <laughs> and move this hand and this?" I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And so I ended up so I graduated and had that whole summer and didn't really I hadn't really done anything with music since I'd been here, and mm-hmm. I was kind of stuck. I moved here. There's a whole city in front of me. Like I'm overwhelmed. There's so many talented people here. Where do I start? How do I get
0: better? Like, where do I be? Like, I was kind of just all in my head. And And it's such a hard world to navigate, especially when the world was shut down. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, it
1: was so weird, but it was it was a good learning period. I think just like learning about myself and like handling that and like that like loneliness for a year, moving to a new place. But it ended up being, I think exactly what I needed to then get in the headspace of let's freaking do this thing. I'm sick of sitting in my room being like, Ooh. and so my mom one day was like, let's find like an open mic for you to go to where you can just sing a song, sing a cover song and not, and just do what you love, do what we came here to do. Right. And so my dad and I you were kind of,
0: all the way to Nashville. Like, we're, let's get this
1: show on the road. Let's do something. And so we ended up, she was like, I found this place called Leapers Fork. It's like this really cute little town. Apparently all the stars live out there and it's just so cool. And my dad and I were kind of like this little place, like in the middle of nowhere. Like, why are we going there? So like negative I for no reason. And so she's like, oh, we're going. It was like a Thursday night. And she's like, we're going, we're going to try to get you on the list. And I'm like, oh God, and so wow. we went, and,
0: and, yeah,
1: it was like, mom, really? Like we're going to go in the middle of nowhere and do what? So then we walked in and I swear, like I, like it was like my life opened up. There was happy, friendly faces, big hugs from like strangers and just my life opened up. I have literally probably been there almost every single Thursday. It's called Fox and Lock and Leaper's Fork. used to be called Puckets, but it's now Fox and Lock and there's Puckets in Nashville and Columbia and like a bunch of different little cities around here. And it's like a little honky tonk, and it's just like heaven. Like it, I've met every single one of my girlfriends there. So many amazing music connections, and just just an in influence, and just I've learned so much from that place. And so that one little night, like two years ago, almost, my mom was like, "Let's go." We're like, "No." I'm like, "Oh, I'm so thankful for that place." But it it's been so much fun. So that's a little bit of my story. But
0: <laughs> awesome! I love it. I feel like we've been like friends for years now. I know. <laughs> So what does an average day look like for you living in Nashville now? So
1: I am in school right now. So I'm doing Columbia State Community College. So that's amazing. Yeah. So lucky for us here, there's this thing called the Tennessee Promise. So it does end up being like pretty much free, which is awesome. And that was like kind of just a huge bonus of moving here. And that definitely was like, okay, this is I got to get that done. So I'm going to get my AA. So I'm kind of in school for that right now. What do you um, say? Business management. It's it's crazy because there's so much music to learn and like with writing and playing, but there's the huge business side of things. And so I'm like, I got to I gotta educate myself a little bit on that part. But okay. so I'm doing school and right now I'm focusing on writing. So I'm trying to get myself writing pretty much five days a week at least. Wow. Um, because...
0: Question so we can dive in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Writing.
1: So when did you start writing? I would say I started probably like January 1st. That was like my New Year's oh, wow. resolution. I was like, this is what we're doing. This is the thing I need to do. So that yeah, means- very new, very new.
0: That's awesome. What's kind of your process when you go about writing?
1: Yeah, so I would say right now, I'm in such like a learning part of my life because <laughs> I writing is so new to me, but it's also, it's been so much fun. And I feel like I've kind of opened my brain to like the writing world because mm-hmm. I started reading this book and it's like six steps to songwriting and I like read the first chapter and then wrote like five songs so I'm like
0: oh, oh. I'm like it's crazy Have you learn a little bit about it
1: how much you learn? but um, I definitely think taking from personal experience, but also not making it too personal to the point where it's like you can't really write about it. And I think that's something that I've kind of learned a little bit because before I would get so stuck and I'd be like, well, it's, this is not exactly about my life. And it's like, well, just take yourself out of it. Just write a story. And so definitely taking from friends experiences with boys and just life and just watching a show and just kind of getting inspired by maybe a sentence someone says, and you're like, well, how could you make that a song? Like, what's the story behind those words? So I think that for me is huge. And just kind of putting together those pieces of a story, it's like a puzzle. And I love that. It's like a little problem solving. So I'm kind of like, once I get hooked on it, I'm like, all right, I need to finish this. So sometimes I'll think of something, maybe sit down, record some voice memos of like a little melody or a guitar or something. And then next day, I'll wake up and it's like the song's there. It just comes out and it happens, and that's what's happened. I would say these last two months of just kind of learning it, it's kind of sporadic, and I feel like it just kind of like happens, and then I'm like, whoa, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's like where did that come from? But it's like you just knowledge, you just you know, give yourself some knowledge, and you'll be able to do it. But
0: yeah, would you say that you write more in the morning, at night? When are you most creative, or is it kind of depending?
1: Okay, so this is almost like four or five times is at night I'll come home from like a gig mm-hmm. and I'll be like sitting in my room and I'm like kind of want to write something like I'm feeling like something's there I'm like feeling creative so then I'll like go up to my room kind of just sit there pluck some chords and then something will kind of come to me and it's not like a full idea just yet But I'll think of a little hook, maybe a title or just like an outline of how I want the story to go. And then I'll literally wake up the next morning, make some coffee and then like go upstairs and like finish it. And then I'm like, all right, here we go. Here's the song. So it's more like a mix, but it is like ideas that night and then the morning I'm like, let's crank this out. Let's do it. So.
0: So you have music on Spotify right now, correct? So someone else wrote that music. Did you have, or were those covers of songs? Well, they were
1: covers. So I always laugh when
0: I think about this. (laughs) I'm like, ah,
1: like, no. I'm like, one day I'm going to be like, guys, it's funny to listen to these. But I was 15 when I did those. And it was kind of just an introduction to like the music world and getting to be in a studio and kind of experience all those things about, you know, the music life. And so I did three cover songs that were like hits. It was like My Church, Cry Pretty and Shade by Mary Morris. And so, and then the two others were songs that the label sent to me and they were like, pick from this list of 10 and pick two and then we'll record those two. So that's kind of where those came from. I wish I was more excited about those songs because at the time it was like, yeah, but now I'm like, oh, like, no, (laughs) uh, I'm like, oh no. But I am, I'm so thankful for it because it's what got me here, you know, but it's just, you laugh because I look back
0: and I'm like, go Alyssa, like, what are you, (laughs) (laughs) You were 15, is that what, freshman year of high school? I was, was I was, I'm like a young, a young, Freshman. Okay, got that. it. Yeah. yeah. So, how are kids in your high school reacting to someone going on The Voice and someone putting songs out on Spotify? Do people know? I think. Well, so you have to keep
1: a lot of things like low key. So, like for The Voice, you voice? Can't yeah, say anything. So like a few people knew, and like it, I think it kind of got out, and people were kind of like, "What the heck?" So I was kind of like, "Oh, she's the girl that sings," and yeah. so it was just like funny because I'm like, "Oh gosh!" But like always, I was singing at school stuff and like school events. I remember in like third grade, I did the little project, and we had to like choose an influence, and I did Taylor Swift. And it's literally like when you see those videos of like the kids singing like horrible karaoke, mm-hmm. and I was in like, my like my third grade class on like my teacher's little flip phone and singing like "You Belong with Me," like thinking I was like. Oh my god. So it's just, I think I've always kind of been known for doing music, but it was mm-hmm. also something that was just not at all popular around where I'm from. It's like sports, 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 lacrosse, lacrosse, lacrosse. And I did that too, but I right. also loved music. And so it's not like I, like here I had that avenue to like, I can talk to anybody about music and mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, but at home it definitely was kind of more like, You're Utah,
0: private but- yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you said, that you have been in a studio and recorded things before, walk someone through what the studio recording life is like for someone that has no clue what a studio is.
1: (laughs) So cool, so the first, so actually I recently have, have been in the studio and it was a lot, so much different than the first time I went in. Cause the first time I went in, I just kind of went into like a little singing booth and there's like a big glass kind of like wall in front of you. And then there's like a mic and you're in like a soundproof room. And then you just put on your headphones, have the music through the tracks, and then you just kind of sing your heart out. And like, that's all I did the first time. But this last time I was in the studio, which was probably like January, like beginning of January, I went in and it was I was so much more involved. And I think that's what I was like, well, like there's this whole other side to like production and music that like you don't you don't see. And it's like it's like magic of what you hear. And so it was just so cool. I was working with Casey Wozner out of Leaper Spork. And so he is just so educated. Like, he's just a brilliant. So it was just so cool to watch him. He kind of got an idea of like the song that sent him the song beforehand that I did. It's called Lost Boy. I wrote it last September. I co-wrote it last September. It was the first song I ever like wrote, but didn't really write much after that. And so that's why I'd say like, I started writing in January. <laughs> <laughs> but so i wrote this song and gave it to him Sent him a little voice memo of it and then i came in and he's kind of like okay like what's like the vibe that we want And i'm like well it's kind of like a you suck kind of song but also like woo like it's kind of like a happy song because it's like yeah. and mm-hmm. so, um he just kind of started like he started recording a guitar track and then he went in with another guitar track and then he did like a bass track and so seeing all like the different things kind of pile up on top of each other was just so cool it's like the building of a song it's like the building blocks of it and it was like seeing that foundation go from a little voice memo on my phone to like this creation it was like, was was like, like it's so cool and then you get to do vocals and then it just kind of evolves from there and just seeing that process of it becoming something that was you know just a little you know idea turn into something that is like this whole production and it was just so freaking cool i just loved it i loved it cool. and you just learn so much it's so cool
0: are you planning to release that song anytime soon well
1: i'm in the process of kind of getting hopefully 10 songs i fully believe in and love mm-hmm. um, and then kind of get them together, get them recorded. And then hopefully I will release those soon. But I'm kind of in the process of like, so exciting. I'm getting my sound, but like, what do I want to really say? Like, what do I want to put out there? So it's just, it's so much fun. And it's being creative and just kind of being like, what's me? Like, what's on my heart? How am I going to produce this? And how yeah, is Alyssa? <laughs> yes. So it's been so much fun, but I'm hoping in the next year I'll have some stuff come out. And then I can be like, go listen to my stuff when I was 15. And you can yeah. because be- <laughs>
0: <laughs> we will be on the lookout for that. That is so exciting. Yay. So you perform a lot in Nashville. What yeah. are your different gigs? Do you have a weekly gig or is it kind of there's open mics? How does yeah. that work? So I would it's
1: it's kind of all over the place like it's always kind of sporadic. I have some set things and I'll do... So I have a show at um, Kimbrough's in Franklin, downtown Franklin. Me and my friend Connor do shows there pretty frequently. So that is more of like a set thing. And it almost is like a little frat house. So we always... I always laugh when I tell people to go. I'm like, come! But like it's like frat house so just, you know, you'll have fun. (laughs) Be prepared! Um, But I also am always at Open Mic and Libra's Fork on Thursday nights. I do private events, private parties. Just... We do like porch concerts and stuff at Friends, mm-hmm. neighborhoods, and I try to steer clear of Broadway a little bit just because it gets a little crazy. And I am nineteen, so I don't want to be too much in a bar all the time. But any little Oba, not open mics, uh, writers rounds, and good stuff around Nashville is so much fun. All all the places, all
0: the places, <laughs> there's a you, know. you never know
1: where you're gonna be. In
0: front of it. <laughs> so, who is your largest music inspiration? Who do you draw from?
1: I kind of have two. Can I have two or no?
0: Of course, you can have two. <laughs> I would say Chris Stapleton is like
1: neck and neck with Taylor Swift. I am a huge Taylor Swift fan just of the way she's like handled her whole career. I love how she's evolved. I just, she's just really admirable to me. And I always, I've just always loved her like since I was five years old and on. The Um, way
0: she treats her fans. Yeah. It's
1: just like, she's like she's a real person, and then you're like, but like, how are you real? Like it's like it's just so you're, amazing. Amazing.
0: you're so perfect. Yeah,
1: like you're amazing. Like she's and she's just so creative. And I think I really do like aspire to be that creative one day and just keep working on like writing. That's um nice. but Chris Stapleton, I love his sound, and so I'm just like, How do I incorporate that into mine and like make it like soulful, but also like a relatable girl, you know? So I just I'm obsessed with him. I just love him so much. I'm like, if I were to see him, I'd be like <gasps> Like, I love him, I love him. Love,
0: love. <laughs> so I know you said, we're still kind of figuring out the sound, but if you were to describe it and to kind of tell us, what, how would you describe your sound?
1: I would say soulful, definitely like a country, but also not, not too, too country country, but I don't want like the pop sound. I don't want like a super duper poppy country sound. I do want to incorporate more of like that 90s country, soulful kind of vibe and like kind of love yeah. that, but into something new. So I think that's where it's kind of like, I'm trying to figure that out. Cause like, how do you make something that's like, so classic nineties like country new again, and also make it sellable.
0: Yeah, in um, the day and age of. Exactly, exactly. And- like yeah. what,
1: what works? So I guess it's like, you do kind of have to tap into like, all right, this is working right now. So how do we add this into what I love, that soulful kind of sound? yeah, I would say more like 90s country, soulful, but also had some current stuff in there too.
0: Kind of going off of that, are you on social media? How do you you use your social media to your advantage?
1: So I started TikTok for real, like last June, Mm -hmm. I
0: would
1: say. And one of my really good friends, Sean Dunbar, he's an incredible guitarist. And he, I met him and and like the day after I met him, he's like, you're coming over. We're doing a TikTok live. We got to get you on. And I'm like, oh God, I'm like, a challenge i cannot like i'm so bad at it and it probably doesn't look like it but i am not a social media girl (laughs) at all i don't love it but i have to do it and so i've definitely kind of taken tiktok on and i've tried Mm -hmm. my best to build a following on there and still i'm doing that um but i love going live and getting to kind of just talk with people it's more like real. I feel like posting videos about myself, I'm like, oh my God, no one wants to watch about my day, but here I am singing. But I definitely do try to post as much as I can about my singing and, you know, playing and writing and kind of sharing some stuff and getting engaged on what people are liking and what they want to hear more of. So that's been really helpful, I think, too, just with writing and getting to kind of see like where people sit with what I'm kind of coming up with and creating. So that's been a lot of fun recently. And it has kind of like I found like a new found love for social media because of that. Cause I'm like, I don't want to post another cover. People want to hear me, but I'm like, what is that? But I feel like now I finally am able to give that. So that's been a lot of fun. Have you met a lot of people through social media? A lot of my friends. So a lot of music people, I'll meet them on social media and they'll be like, Hey, come do this writer's round with me. Come sing here with me. Let's, go make a video. And so that's been really cool. My friend, Ben, he has almost like 50,000 followers, I think right now. And so, and he's a guitar player and he's freaking incredible, but he has a lot of really cool friends that I'll end up coming over and I'll run into them there and we'll do a live together. And so those relationships have been really cool. Cause again, like where else are you going to have that? It's so cool just being here and people, they all love it. And so you all get together and you're all excited and inspired. And it's just like, ah, like, yay! (laughs) yeah, it's been really, really fun. I've met some really, really cool people through social media and some just really
0: good friends. So yeah, when used in a positive way, it can be such a like amazing tool. Exactly. Going back to kind of what we were talking to before, have you had a favorite performance that you've done that you've like been, oh my gosh, everyone was singing along. It was like a, a really memorable or favorite. Um,
1: I would say there, I love performing. Like performing is like my first love. I just love it. Every time I get to do it, I just love it. But I will say about two, maybe three weeks ago, I did my first ever writer's round with all of my own original songs.
0: You know, writer's I, round for someone that doesn't know what that is. Yeah.
1: So a writer's round is where you basically have like three or four, maybe five people up on a stage and you kind of just all go through one by one and sing an original song. So it's like, they'll mm-hmm. go through maybe three or four or five times and they'll all sing original songs and they're everywhere here in Nashville. So if you ever come to Nashville, highly recommend going to one because you could go to the listening That's room is a really cool place. And And so it's where you, ha- it's a writer's round. And so they'll have like, sometimes number one hit songwriters go up and then you're like, oh my gosh, body like a backward. Like I heard that on the radio and you wrote it it's crazy. It's so cool. So just you get to meet like a lot of incredible writers too. And they're, they're so g- generous of their time. They're like, I'll talk to you. Let's meet. So it's just really cool. But I would say most memorable performance as of right now probably has been that like recently it was just doing my first ever writers round. Cause it was very empowering to get up and go do all my own stuff that I wrote by my, I wrote by myself pretty much. So
0: it was just like,
1: wow, like this is like, I know why people like, it's like, wow, it's just like, you just love it more and more. And it's just really cool, you know, to see how that builds. It seems
0: like that's such a cool networking opportunity too. Oh my gosh. In the business, I'm sure it's so not what you know, but who, you know, 100%. I would say the biggest thing is
1: especially down in Leaper's Fork, like the writers that you meet down there that want to give you their time and will be like, here's my card. Call me, text me, let's go get coffee those things like that, where it's like, you get to be in the presence of someone that is so educated and successful and they're just so willing to pass down their knowledge and information. And it's just, it's so cool, but it's it's 100% a networking city. Relationships are so important. And it's like every day, every time you go out, like you're representing your own business. So it's definitely, yeah. It's, right, it's like really you're awesome.
0: your own brand that you have
1: to 100%. 100% no one else can shape that but you so it's definitely you got to be on and it's but it's so fun like it's like an adrenaline rush all the time
0: so. i can tell how much you love it you <laughs> passion. It's so it's so fun. Fun. <laughs> Um what's going through your brain when you are performing like what do you think <laughs>
1: mental high i just i absolutely the high that you get or at least i get from performing it's something that I've just been kind of like addicted to since I was eight years old and sang at my first talent show, I was kind of like, Oh my God, I love this. And so I just think for me, the most important part when I am performing is that connection that you do have with the audience, you know, whether you're singing a cover song or your own stuff, it's like, how are they responding? And that's the biggest reward when you write something and you see the response. It's the yeah. biggest reward. Yeah. Exactly. And it's you, they feed off your energy. And if you're giving them something that's, familiar and exciting and maybe comforting like they're going to be they're going to respond so well and I think that's something that you just learn to from doing it so much and it's just really cool to see people's response and so I just I just love it it's so cool
0: that's amazing I <laughs> a couple rapid fire questions send us off if you could open for any artist who would it be who do you want to open for
1: the Stapleton,
0: the Stapleton. I- <laughs> what is one message that you wish that you could share with your audience?
1: Oh, there's lots. I would (laughs) say be genuine. I think that's something that is very lacked these days. And it's like people are going to be able to tell if you're not. And I think being genuine to anyone, whether it's at the grocery store or a server at a restaurant or someone in a store, like being genuine and just being nice to people is so, it goes such a long way.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. What has been your favorite song to perform that you feel like all the audiences always know all the words to?
1: Strawberry wine. People love it.
0: (laughs) What's the best advice you've ever been given?
1: Work your butt off because no one's going to outwork you, but you. And I think that's awesome. something that's kind of been like instilled in my brain is like self-reliance. So if you, out, if you outwork anyone, your chances are just going to be higher. And I think that's something that a lot of people probably should just focus on when they get here because it is, it is hard and it it's competitive. But if you work hard, your chances just increase. And I'm like, let's go. Let's get to work. So definitely just work your butt off and you're bound to succeed.
0: I love that. Yeah. Do you sing in the shower? And what is your shower song?
1: I do sing in the shower and it kind of is like all over the place. I'm a huge Carrie Underwood fan, but I'm like a before he cheats last name for sure. For sure.
0: (laughs) My last question for you is that if you could change anything about the music industry, what would it be?
1: I would say social media following. I think that that's something now that, it's kind of like shocked the industry after having conversations with people that are very high up at like labels and stuff they're always like it's about your following and it's like it shouldn't be about that it should be about the person the talent you know work ethic so i think that's something that a lot of people do battle these days because some people just don't like it and it's like they're they're going to get a following if they're talented but it's also just why is that what has to you know but it's it's like why are you making it about the numbers it's about the music and that's Mm -hmm. that, that i think that's what i would change
0: That like made me think of something my favorite thing. I am a dancer. And one of the things my my dance teacher told me was having a lot of Instagram followers is the same as being rich in monopoly money. Exactly. Like it's it's kind of just a number on a screen if you're talented and and you can be putting out music for sure. So much more valuable than
1: exactly. Exactly. For sure. And just like having owning that, too, because. Nowadays, it's like, okay, you have followers, and but are you going to be able to stand the test of the grind of this industry? Like, it's crazy and it's really hard. And I mean, I know I'm probably going to be thrown for loops plenty of times, but it's like, why does that determine, you know, like, how does that determine, you know, whether someone, you know, makes it or breaks it? So it's just, it's kind of crazy, but it's so true. It's so, <laughs> oh.
0: Well, this has been so much fun talking to you. I'm mm-hmm. so excited to see everything. That you come out with and that you perform, we will be following your journey. Thank you. The rest of your day. You too. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. So much fun. Have so have so much fun with everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I will. And good luck to you. Thank so you. Nice you. So nice talking to you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can check us out on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Also, check out our website at www.wjmsradio.com. And we also have a newsletter so you can subscribe and be up to date on everything.